if you're having a conversation with a superior or someone you don't know, like let's say that you're in a networking situation, you want to stand about an arm's length away or slightly further. So when I talk about an arm's length, I mean the distance from your shoulder. Like if you stretch your arm straight out, so it's going to be the distance from your shoulder to your fingertips. So I think three or four feet, a meter minimum. Um, and so if you have a more intimate conversation, you could be as close as a foot and a half away. And so it really does depend on the relationship. I mean, you might even see in the States hugging, <laughs> you know, it's common, but it's going to vary widely from individual to individual. So I think the thing that most students need to consider is to not worry. <laughs> if you get too close to a person, that person's going to back away <laughs> to the distance that they're comfortable, you know, being. So don't, don't stress too much about it, but just be aware. Yeah. And then, and then I think, yeah, that makes sense. And then, cause, but so my question, next question is like a lot of space, place that is hard to keep the distance. So for example, places like, you know, elevator or, on the public transportation, or even sometimes like waiting in the line, in the queue. And I think how should we deal with this kind of situation? Like how do we, do we still keep the distance or there's like there's other ways we can make it, people feel comfortable? Well, so if you walk into a doctor's office or you go into a bus and it's not crowded, you wanna always leave an extra seat between you and the next person. And But if it's crowded, I mean, don't worry. I mean, you go into an elevator, non-COVID-19 times, because now, you know, we have rules now about one person in an elevator at the university. But in normal circumstances, if it's a crowded elevator, don't worry. Just get in the elevator <laughs> and start small talk, you know. <laughs> There's nothing more uncomfortable for an American but to be close to a person, like in an elevator, and to have it be dead silent. That's why you might have the perfect opportunity to strike up a conversation and make some small talk because we feel uncomfortable being that close in silence. <laughs> now, if you're standing in line, like at a bank or any place where money is exchanged, you want to be, a, you know, keep your distance as far as you can, if possible, back up. Because if you're in line somewhere, you're going to make a person feel uncomfortable, like at a bank, at a post office, ATM, grocery store. I would try to keep about an arm's length away uh, because we'll feel uncomfortable. And if you notice, if you're standing in line too close to someone, they'll turn and look at you. <laughs> they'll turn around and you know, oh, I'm too close and just back up a little bit. So. That's just yeah. a general rule. Yeah, I think yeah, I think like making this more conversation does helps um, to remove the the awkward moment, um, which is also something that a lot of Asian students did not um, comfortable with talking to a stranger. Um, but that that can be some other topics that we we can talk about. Um, I think I also heard the other um, in the other situations like going to the movie theater. Um, I know a lot of places they don't have assigned seat. So you basically go into there and kind of just pick the seat. Mm -hmm. um, so um, I heard like you have to kind of pick this like intentionally to leave some space, like, you know, like two empty seat um, to others. And then, and then, you know, just make that distance. 
but it's really strange because in our culture, at least in Taiwan, um, you know, people trying to sit in to ne- to next to each other, and that's very common. So I think that's also some, you know, it's it's strange for me um, to intentionally to to keep the space. Yeah, I mean, if you walk into a movie theater and it's pretty empty, but you know, there's these popular seats that are kind of in the middle and midway. Yeah, and you'll notice those are the first to get filled up, but it's still a cultural faux pas or misstep if you get you don't leave at least a seat between you and the next person. So mm-hmm. go early. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect solution. Yeah, go away and get get a seat. What you want? Exactly. Make the other people make the decisions about how far apart to sit. <laughs> I have another question. So, in case when I feel like someone else invades or intrudes on my personal space, how can I handle that situation? Like, I know, like sometimes I can say "excuse me" and I can go back, but is there any? Is there other way that I can say to that people? I think just a simple excuse me if you accidentally touch someone. Now, it's important to note too that we we even do this if we block someone's view. Like, let's say that you're at a football game or in a movie theater. If you cross in front of somebody, we say excuse me <laughs> because we're kind of blocking their view and and their space in this way. And if someone gets into your space, just back away. And if they keep getting closer, just keep backing away. And if if they don't pay attention to your body language, I think you can just simply say something like, excuse me, but would you mind standing back a little or, you know, something like that. But, but it doesn't just consider... Keep backing away. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like if you're in Asia, if you, you know, when people are approaching you and you just back the way, sometimes considering rude um, just because you're trying to get in a way or, you know, you're keeping a safe distance. Um, but I guess in, in the U.S., that's not the case, right? It should be considering like a normal behavior. Right. It'll look like a little strange dance. <laughs> Someone <laughs> keeps backing away and the other person keeps getting closer and you keep backing away. <laughs> I, you know, I remember in a networking situation where, you know, the recruiter was backed into a corner <laughs> by the students who kept getting closer and closer. And that made that person feel really uncomfortable. They were kind of backed against the wall with <laughs> students surrounding them. <laughs> so I think it's just being mindful of everyone's personal space. All right. Thank you for sharing your insights about what the personal space is, because as a international students, I think we need to learn about new culture in the United States. And this is really helpful for the all international students who are listening to our podcast. Thank you. Today, we're going to talk about social track. You may ask us, what is social track? Some business schools have a track before the MBA program starts or during the semesters. It's a pure travel led by MBA students. We don't need to worry about recruiting or academics, but just enjoy the travel with various friends. Incoming or first-year students can listen to second-year students' experiences and get lots of tips for their MBA lives. However, 
MBA travel is not anymore just travel for international students. Have you experienced that people talk about a TV show you've never heard about? Have you used the same hotel room with a friend from different culture? If you think about traveling with your best friends or family, you're still dreaming. We are here with our guest, Weber Lu, a rising MBA second student from Northwestern Kellogg, to talk about realities during MBA social trek. Hey, Jacob. Hi, Jay. Super happy to be here to share a little bit about my experience at Quest. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, actually, I know Weber for a while. And because of the busy MBA life, we never get a chance to reconnect. And so I'm also really excited about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so before awesome. we get into our topics today, um, maybe we can start uh, with you talking about your background to our audience first. Yeah, sure, definitely. Uh, so hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Weber. I come from Taiwan. And before my Kellogg MBA, I was an entrepreneur of my own company called Mr. Voice. It's a vocal training institute. And I served as the CFO of the company. And on top of that, I also worked at L'Oreal as a financial controller for four years. So uh, that was my uh, work experience. And yeah, prior to coming to MBA, I had about six years of work, work experience. So, so that was my background. What's the, yeah, yeah. So what, what's the reason um, you're deciding to pursue in your MBA and also why Kellogg yeah. specifically? Yeah, so I, I would say that there are actually two main reasons why that I want an MBA. Uh, first is uh, like career-wise. Second is a little bit more personal. So uh, the first reason why I want an MBA is that uh, I, I felt that MBA is a bridge for what I've done to what I want to do in the future. So uh, I was an entrepreneur and I also did corporate finance. And in the long run, I, I really wanted to be like like a guru of startups to help people with their startups. So that, that's my long-term goal. So I think that MBA is what can bridge my past and my future together. So, so that's, that's career-wise. And then the second thing is a little bit more personal. Uh, like four years ago, I was, I, was very, I was diagnosed with cancer. That was quite unfortunate. And well, well fortunately, I'm, I'm recovered now. And like pursuing an MBA or a degree from abroad is on my bucket list. So it's something that I really have to do like before I pass away. So uh, with these two reasons, uh, that's the reason why that I want to come for my MBA program, like uh, to pursue my MBA degree now. And the reason why that I chose Kellogg, well, well, there are actually three different main reasons why I wanted, wanted to come to Kellogg. Uh, the first one is uh, definitely because of its people. So I really enjoyed the culture. Uh, I talked with a lot of people, in, including alumni, current students. Really enjoyed that. So that, that's one reason. And the second one is about its prestige, especially in the areas that I'm interested in, such as um, startup, tech, consulting, marketing. These are all the strengths of Kellogg. And of course, it's one of the so-called M7. So it's a prestigious school. So that's the uh, second reason why I want to come to Kellogg. Third one, uh, I believe that both of you are from Ross. So you, you could probably re relate to that. I really enjoy this kind of a college town vibe. So uh, Kellogg is close to, so we're in Evanston, which is close to a big city, Chicago, but it's not really in Chicago. So we, 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 we have this kind of a mixed vibe that we are living together in a college town, but we can also sort of experience a little bit of the 
the the city's vibe. If we we can just take Uber to Chicago in less than half an hour, so that's what I think that Kellogg is、uh, the best school that I can ever、uh, attend to. So that that's why I chose Kellogg. I'm curious about the mixed vibes of the college town and、yeah. city thing. Yeah, yeah. Because because you know, Ross is really college town. It's a kind of I don't want to say countryside, but compared with Evanston,、yeah. the Ann Arbor where the Ross is is a little bit. It's real college town.、Yeah. So we <laughs> have a college town vibe.、Yeah. So when I visit next time your city, like I want to feel that vibe. Yeah, that that would be great. I, I can take you to downtown Chicago and visit some place interesting, some places, and then you can also stay in Evanston for like two days. <laughs> I mean, if you stay there for more than a week, you probably feel bored, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So okay,、yeah. let us jump into our topic today, which is social、yeah. track. Yeah. So why did you decide to participate the social track? What I heard is the social track is optional, right? Well, well, that's it. That's an interesting question. So it is of course optional, but we really nobody would really think that is optional because like everyone is attending it. So like everyone is in it. And why did I decide? I didn't really have to decide. So like it was, I just. Paid money and then registered and joined. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. I didn't really decide anything. So because like because everyone is in it, and I think that the best way for me to know people to have like a mutual memory before joining before the school starts. That's what I have to do. So that's exactly why I I, I decided to join Quest. Yeah. That's yeah, it. I think. Yeah, I think that's 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 right. And then a lot of people also think about like the、um, Amtrak from Ross is sort of mandatory,、um, which I know my co-host here, Jay, actually thought that that was the mandatory trip, so he decided to join. But、um, I also know like a lot of people are not really doing that、um, for various various reasons. So.、Um, I think for social tra- trap track, there's a lot of、uh, different format.、Um, for Ross and Kellogg, I think it's obviously like we have sort of preschool track for people to get to know each other. And actually, there's a different kind of track. It's more like in during the semester, and you can go to like different places during the either, either like winter break or spring break,、um, hosted by、um, the clubs or students. So maybe. You could explain more about the quest and like、yeah. how did you choose the destination and how does it work?、Uh, yeah, in general? sure, definitely. So, so actually, for Kellogg,、uh, on top of Quest, which is a, like a which is not mandatory but like half mandatory, <laughs> and then we we also have a lot of those treks. So, for example, we will have、um, ski trips every year, and like ninety、like、percent of the people will join. That that's during the semester, not like during the school year, and then we will for second second year students. Most people will go to iTrack to Israel, and th- those are the tracks that you just mentioned. But then for Quest, I would say that ninety five or maybe ninety nine percent of the people would actually join Quest. And uh, so uh, let me explain a little bit more about Quest. So Quest is the abbreviation or the acronym of、uh, what's Kellogg Worldwide Exploration Student Trips, and、uh, it is. Like a trip to,、uh, so so it's a trip with with 
the incoming students, so with, with the same batch of students, uh, and uh, we would choose. We we could choose between like thirty destinations, and with with a group of like twenty to thirty people. And uh, how I chose my destination, I, I actually went to Peru for for my quest. And the reason why that I chose Peru were based on well several rationale. The first one is that uh, geographic location of Peru. Since I'm from Asia, Peru is in South America. So it's uh, very far away, so I don't really have a chance. I didn't really have a chance to go to anywhere in South America in, my, in the past. So that's one reason. Second is about the the lifestyle of that specific trip. So there are actually different lifestyles. There there are like for example party heavy trips. And so for Peru, it's more like a, um, I wouldn't say culture heavy, but then it's more like an ex exploration heavy trip instead of a party heavy trip. So that's what I wanted because I think that we could always party uh, at school and I don't really want to spend a lot of money going to somewhere else in, the, in, in South America to party. Like we can always party in Emerson. So that was my one of the, another rationale that I chose Peru. And the third one was uh, the activities that we engage in. So, uh, like myself, I myself, I'm I'm not a I'm not an ocean person. I'm a I'm a mountain person. I don't really enjoy water activities. And Peru, like the trip in Peru, does not have and did not have any like water activities. So that was exactly what I wanted. So those are the reasons why that I chose Peru as the destination. Interesting. I'm an ocean person. Like I like really, I really love the water yeah. activities, water sports. But I also chose Peru track. So my 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 school Ross also has a social track, which is Amtrak, and we also has a track for Peru. Yeah. Peru. And then I think what you what you describe about your Peru quest is really similar with our Amtrak Peru because. Like the party degree is low, but yeah. we can. Uh, our Peru track says that there is a high activities and like there are so many explorations. So like I think both school has the same vibes for Peru track. Yeah, I mean that that's where Peru is, right? Like this this country has. <laughs> I mean, you you don't really go to and especially during our our quest, it's it's summer in the Northern Hemisphere, so it's winter in the Southern Hemisphere. They don't really go to the Southern Hemisphere to enjoy water during their winter. That's exactly what we so, did, yeah. what was the best thing during your Peru quest? Like, what did you do there? Or what kind of food did you eat there? I, I would say that the best part was definitely the scenery. So we, we went to the Inca Trail, um, the, uh, the, the Machu Picchu, Cusco. Those were like very spectacular scenery. And uh, what what I would say about the food, I re I actually remembered one very special local treatment a treat. It's called uh, guinea pig, <laughs> and <laughs> so I actually ate that. And I, I've never eaten anything similar before. I, I I couldn't really tell that it's guinea pig. It's a kind of like a small rat. <laughs> but then uh, I couldn't tell that it was like the, the meat was that. But then when I when I knew that it was like oh that was interesting. <laughs> First time eating guinea pig. Yeah, so so that was probably the most important, uh, most interesting food that I had, and of course, uh, you know the most famous alcohol or uh, cocktail from Peru. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, uh, I know. Yeah, that was the, also the most 
surprising thing I ever had in my life. And so, like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, pisco sour. I did not exactly pisco, pisco sour. Yeah, pisco sour yeah, is pisco the thing. sour. So, yeah. so I actually had a guinea pig as well. And then yeah. at the time when I having that, I did not know that's a rat or a sort of rat. Um, <laughs> I thought it was kind of like a pig because the name was confusing me. Oh <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Mis- misleading me to to like other stuff. And, yeah, <laughs> um, I just yeah. So why well, it's it's pig? I can try it. And then after I ate it, and I realized that's not pig. So <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. but uh, but if I do, if I mean, if during that situation, if I knew that was um what it is, I wouldn't ever try it before, and then I wouldn't have the story to tell. So I say it's a good, um, yeah. it's a good way to, you know, try new to experience everything. Way. Yeah, exactly. For sure. So. Is there any kind of like specific um, game, um, you know, but I know you mentioned about like there's not party heavy trip, um, but is there anything during the trip um, you have like the game with within your group? Because um, yeah. I think, um, I mean, different culture, we have different kind of um, either drinking game or just, you know, regular yeah. like games within people um, trying so... to get to know each other. So here's one thing that I want to mention about quests. That's one of the most interesting aspect of quests is that we were not about we were not allowed to to expose who we are, like where we were from, during the trip. Uh, so there 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 there's gonna be there, there was a big reveal day on the fifth day of the trip. Before that, you were not allowed to share where you were from, what what you did in the past, which program of Kellogg you were attending. Like you're totally not allowed to say anything about that. So. What's oh. most important about that was that uh, during the whole quest, the the most important thing you want you share with people were your interests, like the book that you like, the, the movies that you enjoy, the sports that you, lo- you enjoy watching. You can't share about like, for example, industry knowledges, um, uh, like for example, the which cultural background that you had. Those are totally not allowed, <laughs> and that's that's not a game itself, but that's very interesting because. In the end, uh, we we meet people because we like the person. So we make friends because we like the person himself. We don't really make friends because of where he or she is from or where he or she uh, worked. And that I would say that it was a very cool experience during the whole trip. Uh, we were trying to play this kind of, uh, I would say, spy game. <laughs> Everyone was trying to guess where this person is from. I mean... We can probably tell from the person's accent or the person's appearance, like which, for example, you can tell that I'm from Asia. But then you probably don't know where I'm exact, where exactly I'm from. You might guess that okay, you might be from say, Korea or like Hong Kong or Singapore, <laughs> or, but then yeah. they don't really know where I'm from, and and that's interesting. <laughs> so I, I would say that that's the most interesting part. I would say the so-called game during the whole quest trip. We didn't really play a lot of drinking games because, uh, as I said, this is not a party-heavy trip. So I don't really remember any inter- interesting drinking games that I played there. By the way, I cannot say like you from Asia. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I look Asian. <laughs> so <laughs> I know it was a joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's a, that's a really interesting concept. Like you cannot reveal about your industry or what kind of program you take for the catalog because like you yeah. said fifth day right 
Yeah, you can so, weave it like fifth day. So we, we have to keep that a secret for the first five days. Yeah. Wow, it's, it's, it sounds so hard because like it's really hard. people, you know, people when people talk about their, so you cannot say your background. Oh, oh. it's interesting. Oh, and by the way, another, another, I would say more interesting aspect was that, uh, so for example, if you're traveling together with your, uh, we say significant others or in, in, in Kellogg, we say JV, joint venture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you're traveling right. together with your JV, you're not allowed to let people know that you're together. So <laughs> that that's so we have so we have to guess that who are couples like how many couples there oh. are in our trip and that's even interesting. So for example, there were five couples in 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 our group, and we 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 didn't really we couldn't. So for example, when we learned that okay, oh you you two are a couple, well that's interesting. <laughs> we didn't know that. We didn't expect that. So that's that that's the interesting part. Uh, yeah. So you have to pretend that you don't know that person in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yes. So we talk. Sorry. Yeah, I keep going, Jacob. Yeah, I just want to follow up. Like, except for the, you know, the for the the fun um, of this kind of mysteric um, yeah. dynamic. Is there any other specific reason why the uh, I mean, why the quest was designed um, in this way? Uh, I I would say that they they want us to make genuine friends. So right. I, as I mentioned, that uh, you make friends because of the person, not because of where he or she is from or where what he or she did in the past. You you mm -hmm. just like this person as a person. So I think that's where you can why you can make good friends, like genuine friends. So uh, that that that's a cool aspect. That that's what I would. That's what I think is really interesting. Yeah. Mm. So we talked a lot about some fun things and great things about Quest, yeah. and it's time to change our gear. Yeah. Like, what was the most challenging thing or difficult thing during your Quest travel? So uh, there are actually several things. I, I didn't really have a problem to connecting with people. Uh, it's really hard to keep things in a secret. So you don't really want to reveal which industry you were working at. You don't want to reveal where you're from. Uh, and and that's that's challenging. It's, it's especially uh, if people try to probe because everyone wants to. So 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 there's a big reveal day, and people before that people would guess where you're from, what you did, and you just don't want to reveal that, and you want to pretend you're another person. So I would I, I was pretending that I, I was an engineer. In fact, I was not. <laughs> but then it's it's hard to pretend something else to to, to pretend to be something else, and that that's that's interesting and that's challenging. And for the trip itself, I would say that um, so for Peru, uh, we, we we were in a high high altitude. So Cusco was about like three thousand meters in altitude, like about right. ten thousand miles, uh, not uh, ten thousand feet in height. And that was, uh, uh, but but then it, but it was fine. Yeah, we we didn't really experience serious altitude sickness. But uh, for 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 people who've never who's never been in such high altitude in the past, uh, they might have to take some time to be accustomed to that altitude sickness. So th th those were the two, I would say, challenging aspects during the whole trip. But then otherwise, I think everything else is fine. Yeah, I think that's that's yeah. similar. Um, I actually know um, two of our, um, I'll say like, um, classmates were actually encountered sort of like, um, out of you sickness 
uh, yeah. unfortunately. But well, turn like they turn out to be fine. So it's turned luckily. out to be fine. Yeah, it's not not that bad. Yeah. yeah. So um, I guess you're talking about like trip stuff, but I wanted to dig in more about um, the difficulty among um, like having communicating with um, people from different culture, even though they cannot reveal their true identity. But so um, yeah. I, I can give you an example like. Um, I think the most challenging for me during the track is that um, we have to discuss, but but because we already know uh, each each of us um, where we're from and our background, and then yeah, um, the the trip leader were actually um, Americans, so a lot of topics were talking about um, American culture or even like we we share about like what's your favorite TV show, what's your um, you know favorite singer, and then everything was. Topics was around um, American culture, and that's actually I found this really difficult for me, uh, as I don't really know that much of the uh, those contexts. Yeah. I don't have those kind of uh, background information, um, but maybe because the quest, you know, intention to design not yeah. letting people to, <laughs> you know reveal their true identity. So maybe that not it's not a really issue for you, is it? Exactly. So uh, we were not allowed to discuss about very specific cultural details. So, I mean, of course we can discuss, for example, TV shows or something, but I would say those things are more, I would say, universal, general. So, for example, I love Breaking Bad. I believe that everyone in the world loves Breaking Bad. So it doesn't really uh, (laughs) matter where you're from. (laughs) And and, uh, yeah, uh, so our another thing that's interesting is that uh, because we're in Peru, and then there are aren't that many Americans. Uh, like there are more Asians in in the in the trip. So we had a lot of say Chinese, Indian, Indians. Um, we have relatively small group of Americans, so mm. that makes us more diverse, and we sort of understand each other more. So when when we discuss about things, uh, we. It's it's really interesting for me to talk about, for example, education systems like like, like education that we received uh, during our. So we 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 couldn't say where we were from, but then uh, we 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 would reveal something about our education, and then right. those are the things that are very cultural specific, but then interesting to discuss. And you don't really have to ask people to. So people don't you you don't you don't expect people to know the education system from where you're from, mm-hmm. and that is what I would describe as interesting than challenging. So of course I have to explain a lot of different things, like for example, how I learn English. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, that that's not something that I would feel challenging. And I, I, I felt that was interesting. Yeah, so that's exactly what I feel. I think you were really good at mingling with the people in your track, even though they are international students or American, because yeah. you guys cannot reveal your background, which is really good for making friends. Like, is there any tips or your know-how, like when you mingle with new people, like what kind of topic you talk about usually or how people can easily blend in some groups? Do you have some recommendations? Uh, well, I would say that you just try to find something in common. Uh, so especially it's 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 actually pretty hard for us to do that in quest because you can't really tell talk about right. like where you're from <laughs> or something like that but then 
you will still be able to find something like in common, especially during trips. You can ask people like, where have you been to in the past? So, mm. oh, I've been to, say, Paris. You can talk about Paris. Or, uh, oh, I've, I've been to, say, Japan. You can talk about Japan. So that that's why you can start uh, mingling with people, even if you can't, you, you're, you're not talking about, for, for example, job-related issues or like work-related. Uh, I think that's the best way for you to to, to meet people, and then uh, no, no matter where you're from or, or where they're from. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's a good tip um, to learn to find a common um, interest first, and then starting from there, you can always go deep and getting to know the person yeah. more more well. And then you know forming this um, strong relationship afterwards. Yeah. Um, so for for example, I remember that uh, like yeah. I, I myself I'm I'm a baseball fan, and I uh -huh, I was uh -huh. talking to another guy like we were talking about uh, MLB. I, I uh -huh. could probably guess immediately that that person's from the United States, is <laughs> an American. <laughs> but then uh, it's it's fun to talk about things like that. Uh, yeah. So that's like yeah, that's good. So uh, okay, so this is um. There's something just came up um, to me. Yeah. So is there, like after the fifth days, is there anybody yeah. that you were originally thought or you were guessing he's from, you know, any any country, but turns out it's like totally different? Well, yeah, actually, um, it's it's interesting. It's it's not so hard for me to guess people from, say, China or India because they're like right. very obvious. <laughs> but, <Okay>. then, <laughs> yeah. but then uh, it's interesting for me to know that a lot of people are actually from Canada or the UK they they cuz oh. cuz they they sound american so i i thought that they were americans but then they're okay. actually from canada mm. or they're from or they're originally from another country so for example they're from uh european countries but then they moved to the us for 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 more than 10 years or something and right. to me i thought that they're all americans but then they're not so they're actually a, a lot uh, like true americans are way fewer than i thought so that's what mm. I, yeah, I, I thought that there were like 10 Americans, but actually there were only like four. <laughs> so that was interesting. Oh. Yeah. So maybe I'm, I, maybe they're intentionally to hiding their accent because like, you know, British accent, is, I think it's easy to recognize. I don't know. <laughs> but well, they, guess, yeah, they, guess, they, they, they yeah. did it. They, they did it on purpose, which is, which is cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty fun. So um, is, is there like, one thing that you think that did not met your expectation, you know, after the the quest, the trip. Um, I would say that I enjoyed the whole trip a lot. Uh, one thing that I was not very happy about was the price. <laughs> it was very expensive. Oh. So <laughs> yeah. we spent about four thousand dollars to go to the trip for for a week, and it was a little bit. I would say that it, I was. I thought it was a little bit overpriced. But then. Yeah. But yeah, but other than that, I would say that everything else was a little bit, uh, yeah, probably because probably another, uh, the, the, the flight time was also not very ideal. So like we had a lot of red-eye flights, but that's not something that's critical. So right. I wouldn't really feel bad about you that. You know, then, yeah. MBA is all about money. Yeah. Like, we, have to, we have to spend a lot for this program. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, I don't really want to like complain about that but then yeah it's still if i really want to say something that i'm not really happy about it was probably the price mm -hmm. but otherwise i think it was good yeah 
So I guess you were really satisfied with your quest. Yes, and exactly. Now I know, I know, like you didn't know that this is optional. So like, if you can go back to the point when you can choose whether you join yeah. the quest or not, what would you do? With the I same mean, price, by the way. <laughs> yeah, with the same price. I, I I knew that it was optional, by the way. It's uh, like everyone knew that it's optional, but then it's is it really optional? <laughs> that, that that is the question. <laughs> so it's it's interesting. So because everyone does it, right? So and, and you don't want to miss out. So that's if if I have the chance to to choose to to choose to do it again, of course I will do it again. Because oh. it is, I mean, I had a great experience, and I expected that I would have a great experience. So I wouldn't really say that I don't want to. If I have a chance to not go, will I go? Of course I will go. But then, uh, uh, yeah, is, is it is it optional? Yeah, it's optional. But then everyone goes, and then you'll go, and then that's I know. That's how it I is. know the. Yeah. Ross yeah. Amtrak is optional, and really, there are many people who know this is optional, so they didn't they didn't decide to go to Amtrak, but instead of that, they just go to Upper Michigan, the city named Traverse, which is yeah. really famous in Michigan, and they just go there and they can save their money. So, so I think this is still optional. So, so for Quest, uh, there's there's mm-hmm. also another uh, option. So. We have about twenty something options, right? And you can also choose uh-huh. the option that is in the states, and you just oh, hang out in uh, in like uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. But then that's also a quest. So got you will also have it. a group oh. of twenty or thirty people going to that destination. You're not going abroad, and then it's much cheaper because people might have concerns about their budget, something like that. But then that's also a quest. So you are still attending a quest, <laughs> even if you're not going abroad. And there are actually three trips in the states within the states. Uh, some of them going mm-hmm. to say national parks; those are a little bit more expensive. And then if you're just going to hang out in Wisconsin, then it's cheap, <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. So you said you wanna you you again go to the you again join to the your quest. Is there anything you do differently in that trip? What I mean is like. Like yeah. if you can join again, what kind of thing you would do differently? What kind of thing I would do differently? Um, I, I would say that the whole trip was basically what I was expecting. So, but if there was one thing that I could probably do was that I could choose another destination that there, that there are less Asians, or I would be able to meet people from. For example, Europe or like Americans. That's probably something that I would. It would be better for me to if I can do something differently. But then, I would say that I still want to go to Peru. So <laughs> it's really not something that I want to. Ch- I want to change. Yeah. I know. I can. But, I can resonate with you. <laughs> yeah. If 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 it's possible for me to uh, like to have a Peru trip with a lot of Americans, then that would be great. <laughs> but then that's that's a trade off. So yeah. if you wanna if you wanna meet all Americans, you 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 should choose somewhere in Asia. Like there, there's exactly. there's right. Taiwan trip, but and and mo- most of them are Americans. But I won't do that because I'm from Taiwan. <laughs> what for? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I think that's the same thought process 
um, yeah. you know, among like everybody, because we're Asian, we wanted to go somewhere far away from Asia, and then for yeah. Americans, they want to go somewhere far away from America. So yeah. it's just yeah, it, there's pros and cons, and for sure, yeah. like, it's hard to actually to 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 choose um, or to compare. But yeah, um, but you were saying like you have twenty to thirty people per trip per group. Yes, yes, so it's kind of big compared with um. Um, Amtrak because we have okay. I'll say like ten ish. Um, right. Yeah, that's um, about the the number. So yeah. like for for first year incoming students, yeah, mm-hmm. we have about twenty. But then uh, in, if you add back those like second year students who are facilitating mm-hmm, the trip, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. The, the 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 quest leaders, uh, it's about mm-hmm. twenty five something. Yeah. So by the time. You get yeah. to know like all thirty of them like um, very well, or twenty five. You know, sometimes in, yeah. It, yeah, but you know, like sometimes in a large group track, it's very easily for people just getting together with you know few people and forming like a yeah. small group within within a trip. Is that the case um, in in your in your quest? It, it is possible that you are more familiar with a smaller group of people. Right. Uh, it is also the situation for my quest, but then because we have a lot of say events that intentionally break you up. Gotcha. So, like for example, we have small uh, like cocktail tasting events, or uh-huh. like sm- and every day like uh, you will be living, you you will be staying in the hotel with another person, or with, with a mm, different yeah. person, <laughs> and uh, you will be sitting like when you're having dinner, you will be sitting beside another like a different person so uh-huh. it's not a, really a big issue and like 20 is not really a big group so it's fine and then yeah okay yeah we do have yeah. we also have to uh, we also did a uh, um switch the roommate and yeah. i think that's so helpful for you to yeah that's knowledge. helpful so, so it's yeah. not going to be that bad yeah gotcha so um you know like now under the COVID, um all the tracks are canceled yeah. So that's unfortunate because I think that's uh, yeah, the it's unfortunate experience. I know, but you know, for the incoming students, um, is there any like recommendations for them to be able to meet others uh, or mimic yeah. this kind of experience, but without actually going to to you know? So to this year, um, we originally planned like a, I would say a retreat type. Of quest, so people would just go out in, say, Wisconsin or within Illinois, just find something else, just find some, find a small place to have a picnic or something. Mm. But then um, I'm not pretty sure that if that's still there, because because this COVID situation is still bad, so probably right. it's gone virtual. So the uh, I would say, unfortunately, the experience is going to be totally different, and. Of course, you can still make that up through, say, virtual events, meeting people virtually, or having small group dinners. It's not the same. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, right. it's, it's not the same. I have to be honest. Uh, there's nothing else that can make this up, and so, <laughs> yeah, that's very what unfortunate. About, what about virtual travel? Like some of my classmates, they are doing some virtual travel with their friends. What do you think about that? Well, 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 yeah, of course, that's something that you can do to make up, but that's still different. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> that's so different. That's true. So, 
our last question for you today is、yeah. What is one thing you wish you know before starting your MBA? Yeah,、uh, if, if I would really want to give myself like a suggestion or something, I would say that just don't be FOMO. Don't Don't be afraid of missing out because you will miss out. So, this is what I want to tell myself. You will definitely miss a lot because there are just so many things there. You, it's impossible for you to join everything. You will miss a lot. You will miss out. So, just, just know that. Know the fact that you will miss out and you will not be afraid of missing out because you know that that's going to happen. And that's what I will tell myself.、Uh, and, that's what my, and that's my suggestion for incoming students this year.、Uh, Don't be afraid of missing out. Don't be afraid that you're not attending any events because you are going to miss so many events. And nobody would remember that an event that you didn't attend. <laughs> they will remember the events that you attend, but they won't really, but they won't remember the, the events that you don't attend. And it's totally fine to not attend any event. It's completely fine. And everything is optional, including Quest. If you're not, <laughs> if you're not comfortable with spending $4,000 to going to a trip, it's okay to not go to, to, to that trip. You will miss out a lot, but it's fine because you will miss out a lot. <laughs> That's what will happen in your whole MBA life. Well said. <laughs>、yeah. It was really great to hear your social trick experience. And Weber, thank you so much for being our guest today on MBA Gens. Thank you so much, Jay. Thank you, Jacob. It's really a pleasure talking to you. Today's show was with Weber Lu from Northwestern Kellogg in Taiwan. Thank you so much for listening to this week's show. You can find us through all the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and Google. New episodes come out every Tuesday, US time. Subscribe to our podcast, follow us on MB Asians on Instagram, Facebook, and please share it with your friends. Stay tuned and see you next week. <laughs>